Jennifer Zhang. Yes, Jacqueline Lopez. Give me three words to describe sacred ground. Here they come. Oh my gosh. Science. Yes. Magic. Okay. Nudity. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> a, new, a new show by Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> <laughs> this is Seven of Wine. <laughs> of wine where every episode we review a bottle of wine and an episode of Star Trek Voyager at the same time. I'm Jacqueline, that's Jennifer, and uh, today we're covering sacred ground. We are covering lots of sacred ground. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Every square inch of ground that is sacred. Will be covered it by will be. us. I don't know if you knew that, yep. but um, just in case you don't know what the hell we're talking about, which episode we are describing, uh, why don't you give us a brief synopsis, Jennifer? Here it comes! Oh my gosh, it keeps, all these things are flying at me. I know. <laughs> Star Trek, baby. Ooh. Uh, Voyager's crew pays a visit to a planet where the inhabitants, the Nakani, are deeply spiritual and ritualistic beings. Mm -hmm. And when Kess is rendered comatose by a mysterious energy um, at their sacred sacred shrine, that's hard to say, sacred shrine, sacred shrine. Sure, sure, sure. That's really difficult to say. Sacred shrine. When this thing puts her in a coma, (laughs) um, the Nakani refuse to let the crew research the cause, so Janeway must put aside science and engage in their ritual to save her fallen crew member. You guys, I picked this episode because of Robbie Duncan McNeil, and I picked this wine because it's sweet as fuck. It's pretty good. It's actually really great, you guys. It's called The Offering. It is 47% Grenache, 33% Syrah, 19% Montverde, 1% Vonier. Why do you even list it? Um, It comes out of the winery Sans Liege, in Santa Maria, California. Let's read the back, because we haven't done that in a while. I wish somebody would read my back. Um, no. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> that, I don't even know what that means. Me the offering. More dream than plan. The offering began with days spent in the vines, late nights in the cellar, and thoughts on redemption. Hot. <laughs> So turned on right now. That's the review for the Cirque du Soleil show. <laughs> oh my god, we have it all right here. Concept done. Um, here, but there, but wait, there's more. My prized cuvee from seven handpicked sites. The offering opens a window into my mutual respect for time-honored practices and fixation with whatever lies around the bend. I don't even know what that last part meant. Oh, it just sounds like he slept alone in a cellar. Drink to that. (laughs) (laughs) So, berries on the nose. Berries on the nose. Berries on the nose. Like blue. No. Raspberries. Blackberries. I definitely smell blackberries. And then you said mocha, right? I got a real, um, like a real rich espresso or like mocha and like some chocolate notes. It's, yeah. it's not sharp or tangy at all. 
it's super round. I will say it rounded out a little bit. Mm -hmm. We did open it and it did have some bite to it. Mm. I would argue like a little pepper, but definitely opened up. And yeah, it's definitely round right now. Yeah. It's, it's a really nice, it's a nice acidic finish, but it's nothing, but it mellowed out really well. Yeah. You know what this means? Oh, we getting shit face, girl. Getting so shit face. We getting so shit face, girl. It's going to be worth it. Oh my God. And it's, it's about naked Janeway. Pretty awesome. All right. So let's start this episode with dun, dun, dun. They're uh, chilling straight illin in a cave, right? They are literally on a mission just to observe the culture of this people that they've come across. They're literally tourists in uniform. They forgot that they're, you know, trying to go home <laughs> for just a second. They're being very reverent. And this is, I love that they're being so reverent because they're not going to be in a second. They're like, <laughs> they're like walking around like, oh, look, monks. Oh, oh these are our monks. They are you know, blessed by the ancient spirits. And then these people are sacred and these, this place is sacred and look at this painting or this wall thing. It's pretty good <laughs> for us. This is, this is cool. Yeah. This, that one, that lamp's cool too. Important for some reason. You that, guys, we got that from Ikea. That's from pier one, but this, this world, contains <laughs> world, world market. Right. This contains all the ashes of our ancestors. So anyway, they're taking a nice tour. Um, they come to a sparkly hole <laughs> okay, let's back up a little. So, um, Cass and Neelix get separated by the group because they're staring at said rock wall from Pier 1. Yeah. And um, Cass goes, ooh, look at all this spiritual stuff. Anyway, so she's looking at this wall, and she goes, I remember the thing that stood out to me is she goes, what's this wall? What does it mean? And Neelix goes, I don't know, fertility? And I'm like, keep it in your pants, keep Neelix. Keep it in your pants, Neelix. Neelix, keep it in your pants. But um, she gets distracted by Sparkly the hole. by the force by the bug zapper in the corner <laughs> yeah. and she goes what is this television um of white light but oh my god i wanted to smack her in the mouth it's like oh big sparkly hole let's try to walk through it very odd oh i think that god. should be the first rule of space exploration <laughs> if there's a hole in space and you can't see beyond the hole don't walk into it i feel like that's a life lesson jen like, let's be real here <laughs> If it's a big black hole, don't walk into it. Don't walk into it. Yeah. Just don't do it. Even in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, not a great idea. Not a great idea. But she doesn't walk through the hole. She does not because the hole goes, nah, bitch. Zap. Zip zap. And she's in a coma. Yeah, she gets zapped immediately into a coma. And the thing is, the, the rest of the crew, namely um, Bolana and uh, who, who else is with her? Oh, Harry Kim. Harry Kim. They the <laughs> one away mission he is on. <laughs> Shit goes down. Immediately people get God damn it, zapped Harry. into a coma. But <laughs> this is this is what I liked about their appearance, right? Because um, the people who, the the Nikani that like chance upon the situation are like, oh no. Right? Just, oh my God. They're like, we're so sorry this happened. Um, <laughs> like, but there's nothing we can do because this, you know, they don't understand their sparkly hole. So they're like, this is just the will of the ancients. This is the will of whatever gods rule this hole. In the previous scene, we've seen them all be like, oh yes, we're going to respect this culture and their crazy beliefs. We're so reverent of everything. And now they're like, fuck your culture. <laughs> this, you want to <laughs> see what I think of your culture? This is what I think of your culture. Yeah, no, fuck your culture. Like we're going to scan everything. They're like, you can't. There's no point in scanning everything. It is the will of the ancients. They're like, take your mumbo jumbo and shove it up your ass. We're Voyager. But you know, my favorite thing is, is at the same time, 
it's like it's angry but yeah. with restraint because they yeah. have to follow federation rule because genuinely yeah. they're out of their element yeah so i love that they're it's kind of like me going up to like a kid and just being like i'm gonna talk oh. to your parents yeah, like it's exactly. like but that is what they invoke they're like oh you you better you better believe that we're gonna treat this like an international sir. incident Ooh. oh you're gonna hear from our captain so it was funny how they go directly from like being reverent and respectful the way a starfleet uh, you know, a member of Starfleet should be when it comes to encountering other cultures to immediately indignant and petulant and like, <laughs> complete 180 vengeful, but- you know, even though we're making fun of like how quickly it escalated and how quickly they bounced back to their position of scientific privilege, mm. you know, um, it really is like a, a good metaphor is like if you are an explorer from like a first world country, right. And you go to like a, a place of the, in the world where things are primitive and you're trying to respect how primitive it is. Um, it's all well and good until, say, somebody gets sick or someone yep. gets hurt. And you know your science and your medicine can help them, but that would be trampling on what their culture is. Mm-hmm. There, it doesn't really stop you from being kind of, like, exasperated with exasperated with how things are, you know, unfolding. Yeah. You'd be like, just let me put the Neosporin on it. Bro, just let me on. Just let me put the Neosporin on it. They're like, I no. got this thing. It's called a Band-Aid. <laughs> Um, yeah, my ancient spirits have bequeathed me with this magical thing. Let me apply the Band-Aid. It oh. is the will of my gods. Udalali. <laughs> Transformer Band-Aid. Right. Um, so anyways, we digress. We cut back to the ship and Janeway goes, excuse me, what the fuck happened? What happened? Why is she in a coma? I leave Harry on the fucking planet for two seconds <laughs> and Cass is in a coma. <laughs> So basically, she's a, the doctor explains blah, 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 as we've mentioned in yep. our previous episode, um, that she's in a coma, but she's not showing signs of a coma. No, and, and analysis shows that they, she's been zapped with like a, a very large amount of biogenic energy, um, whatever this is. Mm-hmm. Um, they understand that the people who have deemed this area a shrine don't care to know about what it is they, they just, leave it alone they leave it alone they yeah. just assume it's part of something that's ritualistic and um and magical and they're and faith-based so um you know voyager does not operate with faith they, they can't do faith they want they in the middle of the fucking delta quadrant yo they know they have all the equipment to be able to scan this thing right yes. and gather the data that would be needed to reverse whatever's happened to Kess. um and the frustration here is that the people won't let them near it i thought it was really poignant that we start with science and we start with science Janeway Mm -hmm. and however what I think is so great is we have a a caring you know we have a doubtful Neelix who feels responsible Mm -hmm. and wants to help in some way and I love how Janeway can task everyone with something yeah he's desperate to help and she's like this is how you help yep exactly and it's and she it's not just like it's not just like, uh, you know, making someone a milk monitor. For sure. She it's actually, not like, watch the door. Yeah. <laughs> she gives him something that is genuinely something that he can he can help with, mm-hmm. um, which ends up being the key. Yes. Um, so he goes into the literature to see if there has been any kind of, because of the fact that they're very, you know, ignorance is bliss in, yeah. in this planet's mentality. She goes, let's see if you can unearth something that they haven't thought of because they don't care. They choose not to. Something in their lore that might be, you know, um, written down into their annals as mystical, but that they can interpret through their scientific minds as having significance. Yes. Yeah. All she needs is an in. Yeah. Right? Because she's literally thinking, all I need is an in to get close Mm -hmm. to the bug zapper. Yeah. And then I'll study it. 
and bingo, yep. bango, we'll figure this out. Yep. And sure enough, Neelix does the trick. He finds this old tale of this one king. Basically, the king goes and goes through this trial, meets with the spirits, and pleads for his son's life back, and, and it works. And they grant it to him. Yeah, so Janeway mm-hmm. goes, look, it's not a lot, but it's going to get us in. Mm-hmm. And so she goes. She goes to the uh, the councilman. And and he says, um, and you know, he he's holding by his thing. where He's like, oh yeah, I have heard of that tale. Interesting that you bring it up. However, um, what we were, what the story tells of is a father and you know, someone who is really responsible for the life for the life of this child, right? And she, you know, is very, very quick to be able to like say, well, in you know, my in my culture or whatever, I am a captain and uh where I'm from, a captain is responsible for the safety of every one of her crew members. So she's basically convincing the person with his own lore, saying like, I'm the equivalent of the person in the story. That's why you should respect my request to also go through this ritual in order to save my you know, for all intents and purposes. I'm responsible for her. Yeah. As, as a king would be for his son. Yep. And so it works. Well, it works easily. He's such a sucker. Well, he's such, well, aside from that, it's very interesting now that we're talking about it because it almost also leads the narrative to, for us to believe that, Oh, look, Jane was going to logic her way out of this. Yeah. Because she literally turns this this tale around on its head. Yeah. And so immediately you're like, look, it's Janeway at her finest. Yep. Rhetoric. It, you know, she didn't want to be a captain. She could be a lawyer. Yep. She'd be the good wife. Yeah. The good captain. So now she and Chakotay have this really, really great exchange. In his room. Yes, yes, yes. It's actually very sexy. Oh my God. It's really sexy. Super sexy. First off, season three bun on point. So on point. Oh my God. And she's basically, um, you know, sitting down with her, uh, you know, her logs and she's like outlining the details. It's likely that when I go, because we don't know anything about what it is that these people do um, in order to prevent themselves from getting zapped when they walk through this thing. But whatever it is, whatever ritual they go through, they're able to um, be immune in a way that Kess wasn't. Yes. So I just need to, I need to gather this data and like go through this ritual. And she's like, what we know of rituals is they usually involve some physical ordeal. They usually involve some test of endurance. They usually involve like some kind of, basically she's saying. It's a Spartan race. Yeah. She's like basically saying in the most chillest fashion, they're probably going to torture me. I'm probably going to suffer greatly. This is not going to be, this will not be over quickly. (laughs) I will not enjoy this. What what I love is, you know, um, and I'll get back to it, but what I really love is I remember at one panel that uh, Kate Mulgrew did, people were saying, you know, what is one element of, of Janeway that kind of motivated the way that you thought? And she was like, you know, Janeway was always an explorer. She was always Mm -hmm. someone who wanted to learn and discover new things. Like she Mm -hmm. was really Starfleet at heart. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, she, I mean, Kate even went as far as to say, oh, you know, I mean, when they got stuck in the Delta Quadrant, she went to her ready room and did backflips because they're going to, they're going to get to discover all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And you can get, you can sense that vein in the way that she reveals this information to a very worried Chakotay. She's not scared. She's not scared. No. And I wonder, you know, and part of it is the discovery. And I think it's part of, part of it is she knows that she has science behind her. Like she knows if she gets damaged, she can get healed. For her, it is the opportunity of a lifetime to learn about a new culture. Yeah. She's going to immerse herself in this. And the thing is, she also is, um, you know, and this will play, 
this will play very much into this episode as she's describing these things it's not with real respect that she's saying it not at all she's she's basically saying okay this will probably involve this it'll probably involve that the undercurrent of all this is you know this is going to be some primitive shit guys the way this conversation concludes is she she basically says like I'm going to go through all this and then like, you know, then it's going to give us the answers that we need. Right. And Chakotay basically says, what if they are ancestral spirits, though? What if what you think you're going through as an ordeal? Right. um, You think that it's going to lead you to some scientific discovery. What if you actually make contact with spirits? Right. And she's very dismissive of it. But that's Chakotay's bag is is this belief when they're having their conversation. He's Mm -hmm. like, you know, do you need to explain everything? Yeah, he calls her on it. He calls her on it. He's like, you know, we, he's like, I remember when we used to have vision quests and mm. we ended up finding out what that actually was scientifically. Yeah. And it took something out of it. The for mystery us. was gone. Yeah. And he, and he describes it in a way where it's like, it was disappointing to have it explained. Yes. Yeah. And so it's one of those things where it's like, are you prepared for that? And yeah. she literally, like you said, all of these questions, Huge philosophical questions. She yeah. completely dusts off. And yeah. She goes, look, at the end of the day, there's a life I need to save. Mm-hmm. I need to do this. They're allowing me to do it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have a probe on me. So she has an implant that's sending uh, biochemical readings back to the ship. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that the doctor is going to extrapolate this, the data and save Kess. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So the so, tale continues. Um, we cut to enter interior. Cave. Nakani. Okay, so Janeway immediately shows up, and you know what? She's ready. She's ready to go. Got a tricorder. She got the tricorder. She's sitting around. She sees there's a whole bunch of monks everywhere, and she keeps approaching them, and they keep running away from her. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, we see this person who looks like a technician fussing with this mini bug zapper. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, Janeway could not be bothered right now. And this chick, Sarah, or whatever her name is, keeps going, hey, do you know how to fix this? Do you mm-hmm. know how to fix this? Yeah. Because we all know she doesn't know how to fix it. But, and that's her way of connecting with Janeway because Janeway can't resist. She's like, okay, why? Well, I, I can take a look at it. So yeah. She wanders over there. And then of course, you know, Janeway's using her tricorder, scanning the light. And then the, uh, the spirit guide chick goes, oh, you, oh, can I see that? Oh, 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 mine. And basically is like, you won't be needing that. Initially she's annoyed at this woman. And then she goes, Ah, you're my spirit you're guy. You're girl. Yeah, you're my, my spirit CEO. guy. Puzzle one, passed. Puzzle one, chickity check. Yep. So now she's identified her spirit guide, mm-hmm. right? And this woman leads her into her first task. Which is to disrobe. <laughs> right, exactly. So this is the, n- the nudity that we speak of. You guys, Robbie Duncan McNeil... Yep. Has got some splaining to do. Yep. Because the close-ups on the Janeway. Very sensual. And the nudity on the Janeway. She gets And disrobed. the soft focus on the Janeway. She gets disrobed by um, these monks, right? And it is filmed very sensually. And even to the point where when they, um, when they cut from like the close-ups of the disrobing to a fully nude Janeway. Like, the way she's kind of, like, filmed, like, she's shot, like, over her... Sh- like, she's got one hand over her breast and her she's, like, got her chin over her shoulder. So it's, it's very, like, Greek statue, the way yeah. she's revealed. Yeah. Actually, very much so. Yeah. Uh, she looks like a, a Statuesque, mermaid, yeah. And like I an think Aphrodite. that... Aphrodite. 
what I think is so interesting is in a, again, I'm cutting to another panel. Um, Kate saw that as Janeway being um, separated from her armor. Oh, so kind of being removed from everything she knew, all of the science. Yeah. So we get that visual as to this ain't a Starfleet game anymore. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, you know. And she said, you know, he talked about it with me, and I said, I completely get it. She's like, I'm devoid of my armor, is what she said. She's like, oh, I need to look gorgeous. Don't mind if I do, because I do <laughs> it in a turtleneck, and so. She gets her little roby robe on, and then she goes into the quote-unquote waiting room. The waiting room. Which is really funny, because it's like, um, this to me is where the episode gets extremely labyrinth-like. And I mean, labyrinth is in the 1980s, whatever Jennifer movie. Connelly. Jenner, Jennifer David Connelly. David Bowie. Right. Every person that you're going to meet from here on out is like, they're from like a children's fantasy story. Or a Raul Dahl book. Like these, the, there are three people three old people in this waiting room mm -hmm. and they practically speak in like riddles, right? Mm -hmm. Janeway asks them like, what, how long have you been here? They're like, as long as we can remember. Yep. Right. She's like, Oh hell nah. I am not waiting here till I get old as you folks. Yeah. Well that's, that's her biggest concern is the minute she walks in, she doesn't see them as anything outside of other patrons who are experiencing the same quest as she is yeah and she has all these questions for them like have you tried the door like how long have you been waiting here she's basically trying to gather data yep and they're speaking in like um really really esoteric terms so she goes up to the door and she tries to pry it open <laughs> oh my god right she immediately like oh you know she's trying to figure this out this is like this is portal level one. <laughs> she, she needs to figure out where to shoot the portal so she can get out of the other portal. But she goes like, okay, well, this door, obviously, we have to do something with this door. She yeah, Janeway's to, like, this is the worst escape room ever. So stupid. She tries to <laughs> she tries to pry it open. It doesn't pry open. And then she knocks on it. And then her spirit guide opens it. And she's like, okay, let's continue. Continuing with the ritual now. She's basically like, look, yo, I know I need to go through some trials and tribulations. Yep. What's next? Can we get this done? Yeah, let's let's get the show on the road, all right? Please. So, level one ritual done. What's level two of this ritual? Yeah, she's like, I can't wait around with these geese, with these, like, yeah. airbags forever. Yeah. Here's the cheat code. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and very cryptically, very poised, Spirit Guide's like, you understand all these rituals are meaningless. Right. Yeah, but I need to get to the, the solution. Yeah, she's like, I'm it. cool with all the meaninglessness. Let's yeah. just get through she's it. She's like, bring it on. Bring it on. Bring on the bring meaninglessness. It on. And, uh, and the spirit guy's like, all right, all right, you want it? Let's do it. Step two, here's a rock. And uh, <laughs> yeah, then Janeway goes through the Olympics yeah. of, of trials and tribulations. She basically yeah. goes through everything she had read, yep. right? She, she had... And, I, and my my curiosity uh -huh. is through all of this because, you know, like going into this whole process, mm -hmm. they knew so much of her, right? And she kind of yeah. just took it for granted. Yeah. They knew her full name was Catherine Janeway. They knew yeah. that she was Starfleet. They knew that all these like different um, they details knew she, about her. They knew she had a, although they did describe this, they knew she had an implant on her. Yeah. Because they scanned her. But they're like, and they didn't care. They're but, like, yeah. we know that you're sending back life signs just as she had read in her little tablet there which is you know that there's going to be some kind of physical endurance test right and this woman bada hand, bing, bada boom. hands her a rock and says you basically have to stare at this rock and tell me what you see right and step you know like like anything 
the first few minutes, the first hour, the first two hours of doing anything isn't that bad, right? So she's holding a rock and staring at the rock. And the life sign that she's re- that she's sending back to Voyager um, is, oh, look, she's getting some lactic acid buildup in her muscles because she's doing some light physical <laughs> She's doing some light physical work. You here. guys, this is small potatoes for Janeway. She's holding up a rock for she's a very long time. She's holding up a time. rock. But the longer she's holding this thing and the longer she's staring at it, of course, it's getting more difficult. So she starts kind of... Tripping? Tripping. She starts Mad tripping, tripping balls. And then, of course, she's doing all these other things, right? She's, like, painting something. Yeah, doing spiritual shit. She's climbing a fucking thing in a fucking dress. She's, and, you know, is she, though? I think the... Is it a tunic? Is it a, is it a jumper? <laughs> is it a romper? Is it a romper? I, I don't I know. I feel like because of the way it was cut, it was, it was possible that she was imagining these things as she was holding the rock. Whoa, it, I never considered that. It's really weird because as she's painting, because it, it's it cuts from her holding the rock and it f- like kind of crossfades. That into, that never made sense to me. Is why it circled back to the rock. Yeah, absolutely. She's, she's sitting there painting something, and she says, you know, as she's painting, oh, my sister was always the artistic one, and I was the scientific one. And we never see what she's painting, but she's very happy with it. Uh-huh. So suddenly, in this this altered state she's really really good at painting and she's marveling at the fact that she was never the painter i i interpreted it as like she's not actually painting she's holding a rock and tripping is what it was stop right now i always thought she was going through the motions and then she kept on going through the motions until something happened to her i think she was holding that rock the whole time girl you just blew my mind because by the time we get back to the rock she's really sweaty oh like she was, I mean, she was glamorous before. We had this Amazonian goddess of a Janeway, and now yeah. she just looks, like, disturbed. It's like she did P90X. Dude, like, five times. <laughs> yeah, that beach body program. But she's holding this rock and starts glowing, right? And that's mm-hmm. how we know she's tripping. And the, the spirit guide asks her what she saw, you know, what she's seeing, and she can't explain what she's looking at. I didn't even think about yeah. that. Yeah, so I think she just kind of was standing there for a long enough time. Now, when when we cut back to Voyager, yes, the doctor is actually like, um, you know, following what's happening. They can interpret um, her bio signs to figure out like vaguely what she's going through. Right? They can tell when she's been drugged. They can tell when she's, you know, going uh, when she's being when she's exerting herself. And mm-hmm. he says, what's interesting is that there are what's happening to her has increased what she's going through is increasing her biopeptides, which is all pseudoscience. But the idea is, Oh, it might be that an inf- a, a increase in your biopeptides might be what is guarding these people, um, from being affected by the biogenic energy that this thing would otherwise be zapping them with. Yeah. And that's why people who go through this ritual, um, are suddenly immune to the zapper because possibly it's this, uh, you know, heightened biopeptide level. Yeah, um, good point. And this is also something that Janeway makes mention of when she was in Chakotay's area. <laughs> when she was making mention of, you know, there are some some tribes that like cover themselves in a coating and it ends up being something that protects them from something. Yeah. So for them it's spiritual, but science can prove why it, it right. makes sense. Right, exactly. So then, <laughs> so now she has to put her hand in a jar that's making noise. You know, we're seeing Janeway go through an ordeal. And um, this is like where we get like the little time. This is like, this is how you see, how you see the shipper, um, 
stuff develops between Janeway and Chakotay, like why there's a whole community of people who are like, you know, really, really into them is like, yeah. And I'm the secretary. He, Pleasure he, to meet you. He, refi- he, refuses, <laughs> he refuses to, he says outright, I'm, I'm not leaving. I'm not going to sleep until she's back. Right. He's like staring at the life signs. Well, back it up because what happens is she gets bitten by that three fanged. That's right. Snake. Yep. So she, so the next part of her trial is, a basket of, of noises. Pretty much what she predicted, right? She had called all of this right at the beginning of this, yes. this game. She's like, there's probably going to be some kind of like test of fear or something or test of your, your will over your belief system or um, a test of your, I mean, I'm paraphrasing here, but she's like something that proves that your will is stronger than your body or something. Yeah. Your and mental endurance will overcome yeah. your physical, that you're mentally prepared to take this plunge into the spiritual yeah. and blee, blue, blah. So and, this spiritual yeah. guide gives her like a basket that's making noises, right? Making noises. It's making noises. It's making hissing noises. And she has to put her hand through it and she does. And it gives her like this really gnarly looking bite gnarly y'all it looks like something from the fifth element and she's like immediately dying yeah <laughs> she's like Ugh! but if someone could die more sensually than kate mulgrew i don't know who yeah she was making a lot of noise she was making some noises and Wait. i was like i feel concerned it's like can i die too can i die with you can yeah. i put my hand in that noise yeah, fast like, i'll have what she's having <laughs> Like, it's a basket of noises. Basket of noises. She's having. Mm -hmm. Anyways, so she gets a little turned on, gets a little dead. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, we, and then she gets put in this whole sarcophagus looking thing. Bro. And she says, She's like, Am I dying? Yeah, she basically says, I think I'm dying, or am I dying, or whatever. And And the spirit guide goes, Everyone dies. Everyone dies. It's cool. Um, And I'm imagining that if you know when this was on TV, that's when the commercial break would have hit, right? For sure. But um, but meanwhile, up in Voyager, they're able to see that she's been drugged with something. There's a toxin in her system. Yeah, and ch- this is Chakotay being really, really nervous without being like the doting boyfriend because he's not a boyfriend. He's not. He's not the boyfriend. But I want him to be. But he's not the boyfriend. But he says that really romantic thing about how he's not leaving until she's back. Well, it's a 2v1 situation, right? Because what's happening is the doc makes it perfectly clear that Kess... I think at this point that Kess's state is deteriorated in some way. Yeah. Um, And that the the captain is going through some psychotropic effects of whatever this is. But she's not dying. But she's not dying. Yeah. And... They're so close. Like, they're basically, they're all saying, look, yeah. she's not in jeopardy at all. She has this toxin, but all it's making her do is do fruity loops in the brain. Yeah. And what's really interesting is that Tuvok sides with the doctor. Yeah. The, you know? The doctor says, um, he says, okay, medically speaking, she's not dying. This psychotropic whatever that's in her system um, could hold the key to what it is that um, prevents people from getting zapped or allows them to recover from like whatever uh harm a bio the biogenic energy would inflict upon their bodies from the whole so he's like so it's good that janeway is being subjected to this this is new data right tuvok um injects the uh perspective of like i feel like janeway would want to go through with this we should not in any way shape or form try to pull her out of this because if I may speak for her, she would want to continue. Absolutely. And Chakotay takes like the 
practically the boyfriend stance, which is like, you know, no, like, could she, you know, she's obviously impaired now. We don't even know if she's able to help herself. Like, yeah. we don't know if she's, is she with sound mind yeah, to be we, making these decisions? We have no idea if she'd, she's even in a state where she can activate the homing signal if she needed it. He's concerned and he's outnumbered. So then he, he comes in with his heroic, you know, well, I'm not leaving this station till she's back, right? He's going to stare at her life signs. Oh, so yeah. Hot. It's so hot. But then she gets transported. She does. To, to this cove mm-hmm. in Malibu. Right, right. In CGI Malibu. Right. She stares at this ocean. Yep. Her spirit guide's there. Yep. And her spirit guide basically goes, hey, I'm your conduit to the spirits you want to talk to. Yeah. And Janeway makes this amazing speech. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Give me the tools I need to save Cass. And then she's told, um, you already have the tools that you need to save Cass. Girl, you have the tools, yo. And she snaps out of it. Yep. Now, and this is this is actually really interesting because it's it's like questionable now what is and isn't happening because we see her climbing a cliff yeah and almost falling off of it yeah we these conversations that are happening with the spirit guide may or may not actually be happening well particularly because of the way that the spirit guide is showing up yeah right like very like inserted angles like you twist to a tight angle and all of a sudden it's magic there's never a walk on for this spirit guide to show up she could very well just be talking to a ghost yeah the whole time absolutely yep um with a weird hairstyle. Yep. So Janeway comes out of this ordeal. She has been told that she has everything she needs to save Cass. She smiles, right? Because guess what? This unfolded exactly the way she predicted. You guys, she it, it came out textbook perfect. Yep. Physical ordeal. Some kind of um, test where she had to prove that her will was stronger than her body. Some bullshit. Did it. Check. Check. Achievement unlocked. And now the spirit guide tells her that she did it. So she gets to go back and she's all smiles. She's like, she's all smiles. She's like, I have everything I need. Spirit guide gives her her clothing. Yep. And she's like, let's go. Let's go. I got this. And she's very grateful. She's Mm -hmm. very exhausted, relieved. But like you said, it went by the book. So she's all about it. It's like she went into a sauna for a really long time. For real. (laughs) She went to a Korean spa. Yeah. She went to the super hot room and then the super cold room. Yeah. And then the clay room. And the clay room. And then the jade room. And she was even in like the spa with the old people that you always, she got naked. This is a Korean spa. She went to a Korean spa. She went to a Korean spa. And she did exactly what she thought she would do at a Korean spa. Yep, yep. So she, she gets she back went on, into all of the rooms. She goes back on the ship now. She goes back on the ship. She's like, "Take my blood. I got it. I got, I got it. it. I got it." And the doc's like, "Yeah, you got it. Yeah, there's because all we got kinds. this toxin. Yep. And this is the thing that's going to save her." So Janeway's in the room with Neelix and Cass is on the slab mm-hmm. and Doc and and uh, Janeway goes, "Let's do this. I yeah. got it. We're done." And uh, so the doc starts administering the toxin. And it all goes to pot. It goes to crap. It's like, well, uh, not only does it not do anything, it actually starts destabilizing um, Kess's vitals. Yeah. So they have to stop the, the, the entire uh, procedure altogether, right? And Janeway feels duped. Because well, she was told that she won. Well, and here's the thing. So like how you said, how holding the rock and her climbing and everything. Yeah. I was under the impression that Janeway coming back on the ship was also part of the mental game. Because what happens is the doc basically mirrors exactly what the spirit guide says and yep. says, I'm sorry. 
all of your efforts prove to be meaningless. Yeah. Like verbatim. Yep. And that's why it's so funny and it's so trippy how you're like, no, this part was cyclical. To me, this part was cyclical. It had to have been narrative because of yeah. the fact that how would she have gotten on the ship anyways? Right. But it was just so crazy to me because I was like, what's going on? So Janeway perturbed mm-hmm. and also piqued interest because yeah. all of a sudden she's like, you said the exact same thing the spirit guide said. Yep. So she's incensed. She is she, she feels like she's been duped. Duped? She went through all that bullshit for nothing. 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 And so she, uh, you know, goes and, like, communicates with the spirit guide again. She walks down and then she marches into the cave. She sasses her saunter in. She is trying to hold it together, but mm. she's about to cut a bitch. Mm, I'm going to cut a bitch with nothing because I left my gun on the ship <laughs> even though Tupac wanted me to take it. So she says, she says to this, <laughs> like, when you said that, um, when you said at the beginning of this whole ordeal that everything was going to be meaningless, you were right. You knew that this was not going to save my crew member. You, you, you hooligan. Oh, I yada. Oh, well, I yada. <laughs> um, and and the the spirit guide says to her like, um, you, you wanted this. You wanted this. You came in with so many expectations, and did we not meet all your expectations? We we. You got your physical ordeal. You got your test of will. Like, did it not all seem suspiciously convenient that it was exactly what you thought? Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not, you know, uh, what your science, you know, told you was going to happen? Um, and here you are with nothing, empty-handed. Your All your belief systems have yielded you is nothing because she was not subscribing to their belief system. Bang. Boom. So Janeway now is like completely lost. She, she's she's fucking like what? What? Her research and, and her expectations have actually um, hampered her and hindered her from achieving the goal. So she's willing now to go back and do it all over again. Like you know, second playthrough. Mm-hmm. Just that was the control group. It didn't work. Time to go back to the drawing board. But this time, she everything that she believed was going to work. Um, has failed, so she has no guide. Uh, she she has no blueprint. She has no expectation. She has yep. no trail map because yep. everything she did was shit. Was wrong. And and There's literally, no time to form another plan. Literally, you know, she goes, "I need, I need to speak with the spirit." And um, and you know, the the spirit guide goes, "What are you hoping to find?" And Jamie goes, "I I have no idea." Yeah. And the spirit guide goes, "That's a perfect place to start." Yep. So she goes back in that room with those. Three raw doll characters. And then immediately... With Grandpa Joe. With Grandpa Joe, <laughs> yeah. Uncle Sam, yeah. and Auntie... Auntie Josephine. She actually mistakes them, possibly mistakes them. We never find out. She she says that they might be the ancestral spirits that she yeah. wants to talk to. And they laugh at her. They're like, oh, so now we're ancestral spirits. Now, now we're, you know, now we're important. Um, and we never really find out if they are, but they, they go through this whole dialogue with her that basically says, like, they're like, you, you know, you believe, you don't believe and you don't subscribe to our belief system. Mm-hmm. You've placed all your faith in science, right? But your science has failed you, right? Um, and yet you still hold on to it. They're like, is that not faith? Is that not faith? Yeah. So Dana Scully. So it's like, you mock our religion. Your religions is, your religion is science. We're the same, you know, and, yeah. and now it's like, what solution do you have when your faith doesn't provide you with a solution? What, 
you know, where are you going to find your solution? And so she asks them point blank, like, well, what do I do? Yeah. So, so, and, and this is where it, I mean, it kind of got creepy, creepy, but it was, but particular, and it's funny because it it definitely got creepy in the, in the context of the plot, but also the, the, the framing, like the way that extreme close-ups, like the close-up on Janeway was very irksome. The Mm close-ups on all the different faces, but you're absolutely right. So basically these elders bring Janeway's logic to her knees. And where we started with Janeway feeling so confident in her science and the way that she was able to spill rhetoric and be able to turn words on themselves these elders do it with the words she says. Yeah. Because if she believes blindly in a science that sometimes doesn't provide the answers, it levels the playing field. Yep. And it makes religion synonymous or, or at least level with, 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 with science. With science, right? And so now when she... Okay, so now we're, we're at zero v zero. Yeah. She asked, what do I do? Yeah, what would your... Now what would your belief system dictate that I do? And they go... Killer, killer, like you're trying to save her. Our religion says you should probably try to kill her, which is like what? what? And you see Janeway's face just completely exasperated. Like, yep. what are you talking about? And then they disambiguate. Where they're like, not actually kill her, you numbnut. You numbnut. <laughs> you numbskull. Like, they're like, what your belief system would say would kill her. Try that, right? They're yeah. like, according to your belief system, which is science, right? One additional jolt of the biogenic energy would kill her, right? But what if it didn't, mm-hmm. right? And you don't have any proof, but that's what faith, that's what beliefs are. That's what faith is. It's just wh- like believing what if this saves her and then just going wholeheartedly into that light, Yes. And so they tell her that, but they also make abundantly clear. Mm -hmm. You cannot have a shred of doubt. They're like, literally you and her, you, you, Kess and you now have to go into the light together, but you have to believe that it's going to save her. Yes. Yeah. It's all based on belief at this point. Yeah. Cause, cause your science tells you that it'll kill her, but we'll see. (laughs) We'll see. Well, and, and therein is almost, and that's why it's so fucking clever, these fucking writers of fucking Star Trek, there is the mental challenge overcoming the physical challenge, right? There it is. Yep. It's there right it there. We thought it happened. It, it, yep. y'all, it didn't even happen. You yep. went to the bathroom. You had some chips. You checked some emails. You thought it already happened when she was climbing a wall and talking to the ocean. Nah, bitch. Here it is. Here it be. It, it's actually much harder than holding a rock and staring at it for a long time. You actually have to disavow science. You have to disavow science everything and you have you to believe. risk everything you are. Yep. Yep. Bro. Yep. This so, bug zapper is bananas. And they challenge her with it. They're like, can you do it? And Janeway uh, very bravely says like, yeah. She's like, I got nothing to lose. My I've friends. got nothing to lose. At this point, there's no solution. I, I have nothing. I have no other way forward than to try to do that. And she, um, resolves to, to have, uh, to, to free her mind. She, you know, she's like, at this point, there is no spoon. Yep. Look, she took the red pill. Yep. She calls, uh, Chakotay on ship and she says, Hey, bring Kess down. Yeah. 
Let's get ready to rumble. Let's get ready to rumble. And the, and the cutest thing is like, is freaking Chakotay's like, I will escort her personally myself. No. And what's really great about this is Chakotay, who was the one at the beginning of the show who was like, well, maybe you should Spirits. believe it. Maybe you should believe in the magic. Spirit. Maybe the magic has got some validity to it. But spirit. And now he's like, nah, this shit is crazy. You haven't showered for three days. <laughs> I don't like how you smell. I don't like this. You um, gorgeous, but I want to appreciate it. What I said earlier, yeah. you know what I had said earlier about all the magic possibly yo, yo, yo. being true? Command Z. Uh, yeah, none of that. Like, that's bullshit. Um, we have to rely on science. She's like, no, no, I got this. And it's a beautiful moment between them. So beautiful. Because you see, oh, Kate Mulgrew is such a great actress. You see her so confident at the Mm -hmm. beginning of this episode. So sure of herself. Mm -hmm. So freaking, you know, divested with just like, fuck y'all, y'all. I am science. I am the walking embodiment of logic. And it will save Kess. And you see her at the very end. And it's so it is a surrender. Yep. And she picks up Kess and she walks towards the sparkly hole. <laughs> to the sparkly glow hole. Yep. <laughs> and uh, walks through it. And she gets scanned. Yep. And falls. But lo and behold. Kess our, wakes up. Our Peter Pan of a Kess. Yep. Revives. And it's all fucking smiles. Yeah. They did it. I did it. I so done. cut to back on the ship. Yep. Janeway is there, and I think this is very clever, right? Mm-hmm. Because we've seen her um, removed. Uh, she's she's been on the ship, completely done up, glam fab, Starfleet Starfleet fabulous, <laughs> and then she's on you know she's on the the uh, planet, sweating off all her makeup. Now she's in an in between kind of area. They've yeah. chose to kind of like ruddy, kind of rusty lipstick to put on her. She's in her uniform, but she definitely is not. She is not fully back. No, no. And so we basically see the debriefing between the doc and everybody in in the room. Whoever is in there, I think Kess. Kess, Kess is in, in the there. room, and he's very smug because he's figured it all out. He, you guys, he completely understands why yeah. Kess survived. Yeah. He and and sure enough, like the uh, the thing that he that Janeway had gone through with the toxins in her bloodstream did ultimately have some residual effect, and the fact that they had started the pres- iodine, if they had scanned the biofield La earlier, La. they would have known this. And of course, it's meant to be rambling diatribe because yeah. the zoom in again, thank you, Robbie Ducky McNeil, yeah. is a tight on Janeway. On Janeway, and the whole thing is like the. What he's saying is like pseudoscience stacked on pseudoscience. He's it's actually just a blur of of um, medical terms, right? And Cass is somewhat interested. He's like, oh yeah, this thing that happened with you, like the when we started the treatment, the iodines and the blah blah blah. Like it, it's almost like wall to wall medical terms, right? And you start tuning it out, and the way they mix the sound, absolutely, and and particularly yeah. it's the way they mix the sound. And also the focal point of the direction. Yeah. Because we see, we, we have the wide where we have, we're talking to everyone. We see everyone invested. Mm-hmm. But then as we do a, a, a close in on Janeway, we see she's not, she's not even invested listening. at all. Yeah. You would think that it, in the former, the Janeway that we started with. Exactly. Fascinated with all the yes. details of this. How did this work? How did we pull this off? Why is Kess back? How can we recreate this? What should we add to the logs? Oh, like, Absolutely. 
extrapolate all the data. Yeah. Let's break it down. Let's get it done. She's and not even listening. She's not even listening. No. And when the doctor goes, you know, is and it was so and it's it's so telling, right? Because even the doctor turns around, notice that she's in La La, La Land. Mm-hmm. I can speak. It's it's just wine. I apologize. <laughs> but basically, doc turns to her and goes, "I'm sorry. Is my science not sound? Yeah. Right. The most programmed program." even questions his own logic because of the captain. And the captain simply says, that's, no, it's, it sounds very scientific of you. Mm -hmm. Yep. He's correct. But the correctness of the doctor does not matter now to her because what she experienced was something that, that was completely faith-based. And I think she didn't have the answers when she started, when she walked through, it was faith that saved her and Cass. It wasn't the science. Even it though wasn't. It was, even though it was technically the science. She doesn't even know what to make of the science at this point. Yeah. The science actually sounds like the magic. The Yes! Yeah, she, Girl! The way science to put it. Yes. actually sounds like it's bullshit to her. Yes! Yep. It's, it's really cool. And it's transformative, you would think. The, the big... I, I guess the thing is, ultimately... For Janeway to be Janeway, she needs a rubber band back into the sci- like the science, the sciencey Janeway, right? We don't really see the resolution of we see her like walking off in a daze when she she's still kind of in the miasma of like you know what she's gone through, but there are no further repercussions. Oh, absolutely! In the not. following episode, she isn't now like somehow spiritually transformed, wearing yoga pants. Like, like we not- are um, clearing the thirteenth deck with sage. Please avoid it <laughs> yeah. at all costs. She's Thank not. You. She's not like you know, uh, captain to captain to bridge. Namaste. <laughs> oh my God! Stop right now. <laughs> she's not like. Oh my God! Captain to bridge. Namaste. <laughs> I can't right now. <laughs> She, there's no, there's, there's no lasting repercussions of whatever happened here. So you just imagine that at some point it kind of just faded off. But, um, by the end of the episode. Or she kept it, but she has an appreciation more so for the spiritual element of it. Yeah. Because I think that, you know, you're absolutely right. Is it's just like, there's always been a dabble and there's always been a curiosity in Janeway for anything. Yeah. And I think science, I, I, sorry, I think the spiritual was just as much of, uh, um, one of those unknowns as, as say a new planet. Yeah. And so for her maybe going out, I suppose, uh, having more appreciation yeah. for the mysticism and things. Okay. Let's get back to the wine. Cause we're done with the episode now. Yes. Yo, first off smells just as delicious. Yes. I would say a raspberry chocolate tort. If I may, it does have more raspberry now. It's like a, um, an earthier, like a less tangy, more earthier barrier. You guys, Bear, this wine berry. is good. Oh my God. It's good. This wine is good. It is a little acidic. I'm not going to lie. It does have a little um, acidic bite, but the flavor is so mellow, it mm-hmm. counters it, for me at least, for my yeah. palate. It's very, um, it's a sophisticated wine. Yo. Yeah. Like bring on the venison. Yeah, it, d- bring it does on taste. the beef. Different from a lot of other wines that we've had. Um, it's not light. It's full body for sure. Yeah. Because we've had a lot of wines where you can kind of coast. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like ice skating. Jen's just, Jen's having a moment. I just have my whole nose in she's, it. She's legit sticking her face in it. What's weird about it is it smells different than it tastes. Yes. It smells like it's got so a lot true. of berry to it. And then you actually sip it and it's got a lot of like espresso. It's really 
it's a mind fuck. But smooth, you guys. So smooth. Anywho, so um, so that concludes our episode, Jen. Mm-hmm. We made it. I think oh. we're going to. Jen's gonna make me drink more because Jen gets the next pick. She just showed me a photo, and it's the feels, you guys. So this this was like the new agey, like feel good, get in touch with yourself. Namaste. Believe in you. You have all the answers, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, just believe, and you everything's guys, you, gonna be okay. You have all the answers, and when you see a big hole, walk into walk it. Walk into it with just a kiss. Believe. Just walk into it, believing in yourself, and everything's gonna be okay. Yeah, and and if a whole bunch of chicks ask you to get naked and put mud on you, just go do for it. it. It's it's all good. You guys, it's so cool. What could go wrong? What? could go wrong when you have 12 feet of hair how about an episode where everything goes wrong and there's nothing you can do to fix it <laughs> oh I, let me you know what i'm down for it jen yeah how about that okay we're we're going to do course oblivion she just wants to get my heart tear it out of me Smash like it. temple of doom style and hold it in front of me like a fucking sadist. You know, we love Voyager here. And we love everybody that's on Voyager. And we really want the best for them. So how about an episode where we have to stand by and watch them die? One after another. You guys, I think this is going to be a swimming time. Jen, you, you best pick a potent wine. Oh, it's going to be Because we're going to be drinking that. There, there will be tears. <laughs> hey, guess what, guys? Tonight on Seven of Wine, we're just going with heart, just whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) Seven of whiskey. Just moonshine. Just we're just gonna go straight hard liquor. We're just gonna drink jet fuel. (laughs) Like I'm so excited to cover it, and I'm so sad at the exact same time. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard. And we're gonna be doing this to you. Hopefully, you enjoyed how we done it. And uh, you can follow us on all our social. We're Seven of Wine on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, so make sure you uh, follow us. We're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. You can subscribe on both places because that's how the world works. And, of course, we're at sevenofwine.com. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions as to booze, we can drown our sorrows in for our future episodes. Mm-hmm. Engage at Seven of Wine. You guys are amazing. I'm Jacqueline. I'm Jennifer. And you have all the answers. You do. This is Seven Wine. Bye, you guys. I think it's time for us to get naked. No! Yes.